Hey podcast, what is up? This is Gary. And today we're talking some stuff, guys. We are talking some stuff. Before we get into it, I hope you hit subscribe. Make sure you leave a nice review if you're feeling amazing. But today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the release date for Splatoon 3. We're also going to be talking about the top 20 games from the NPD. And you can let me know if you purchase one of those games. <laughs> we're going to be talking about a bit of a controversial topic as well. We're going to be talking about Halo Infinite and uh, why the game really wasn't ready. And uh, where does Microsoft go from here? So it's uh, action-packed. Well, maybe not action-packed. It's content-packed podcast. So I hope you enjoy. If you do, leave a comment or... Uh, a nice review or share it with a friend that would be awesome if you should that let's do that share the podcast with your best friend how's that (laughs) all right guys let's get into the show all right friends today we are kicking the podcast off with a brand new release date for splatoon 3 that's right my friends nintendo has officially announced an all new release well i should say the official release date, not an all-new release date. Uh, they announced the release date for Splatoon 3, which is, believe it or not, one of my most anticipated titles uh, of all time. And I am going to say of all time because I love the Splatoon series. I love the fact that Nintendo tried something different years and years ago. I love their spin on um, this, you know, shooter genre. And I think the game just works, if that makes sense. So I love the fact that they're really, uh, this is what happens when Nintendo tries to do new franchises, right? Um, They they really, they really hit, hit, uh, hit it out of the park, I should say. (laughs) I don't know why that was so hard. I don't know why that was so hard for me to say, but they really hit it out of the park when they made the Splatoon series. So Splatoon 3 is set to launch on september 9th 2022 and it really does focus on what nintendo's overall picture for 2022 is going to be now in the last podcast we discussed uh the release date for xenoblade chronicles 3 uh which is going to be um earlier in the in the year and now it looks like the, the two new pokemon games um hopefully quote unquote uh, fingers crossed bayonetta 3 and um, now Splatoon 3 are going to be uh, the big focus for Nintendo's holiday push. Uh, I'm very excited to see what else Nintendo has in stall or in, uh, you know, uh, coming coming for Switch gamers. Um, I think a price reduction may be, uh, may be coming. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, Splatoon 3, oh, and, and the news, it actually, when, when they shared the news, they, they showcased uh, a new trailer for the game. So go ahead and head over to YouTube. Uh, I would just type in uh, Splatoon 3 release date trailer, maybe. That's probably the first thing, uh, first thing that pops up. So if you're a Nintendo gamer, if you're a Nintendo fan, chances are you already have seen the new footage. But if not, go check it out. It is, it is pretty good. So kicking off the podcast that way it's always good to kick off a podcast where we get some solid dates and solid news on uh hotly sought after games and this is uh this is one of the way this is this is the way i wanted to kick off this podcast so 
Up next, we're going to be talking about the top 20 games and sales for March of 2022. So stay tuned. All right, as mentioned in the previous segment, we're going to be talking about the NPD numbers, uh, March NPD numbers, which are the top 20 uh, sales for video games sold in the U.S. This is for last month, March 2022. So here is, here is your top 20. Now, you can actually call into the show and let me know if you have purchased any of these games uh, and just know that you contributed to <laughs> to to these game sales in the top 20 so top selling game we're gonna do the top three real quick okay elden ring is the top selling game this game has been really 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 pushed by media a lot of people love the game it's been all over twitter i've watched a lot of it on twitch I'm actually thinking about picking Elden Ring up. It will actually be my first, um, I guess, Souls game from uh, from software. A lot of people are saying they hate the Souls games, but they love Elden Ring, and now they're trying other Souls-like games. So Elden Ring is the top-selling game for last month, according to the NPD. Uh, Gran Turismo 7, that is comes in at number two, and Kirby and the Forgotten Land comes in at number three. Now, all of these numbers, they don't include digital sales of the game, and they don't include, I think, special editions um, of the games as well. So just just so you know, um, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, I really want to get it. My kids want to get it. Uh, we haven't just, we basically have not gotten around to getting it, picking up the title. So um, number four, MLB The Show 22, and rounding out the top five is Horizon Forbidden West, which... If you didn't listen to last podcast, I suggest you listen because I talk about the game. I think I'm the only one that doesn't like this game in uh, in the world. So uh, make sure you listen to last podcast. Or if you're just going to listen to this podcast, call at me. Call call, call into the show and, and yell at me for not liking uh, Horizon Forbidden West. So number six, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, that is number six, which Nintendo... Has to be happy about that, right? Uh, new Pokemon, and hopefully it'll carry into uh, later uh, later this year when Scarlet, the new the two new Pokemon games come out. Uh, WWE 2K22, Mario Kart 8. Um, I say it like that because it's always in uh, the top. It's actually in the top ten, right? One, two, three, four, five. Eight. Yep, it's in the top 10. Um, Mario Kart 8, it just continues to sell. Sell, sell, sell. I don't know. I thought everybody had that game that owns a Switch, but apparently not, and it continues to sell. Um, Call of Duty Vanguard is is number 9. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy is number 10. Origin is number 11. Tiny Teens, Tina's Wonderlands, one of my favorites of the year, if not my favorite game so far this year. Um is in the top 20 here. Ghostwire Tokyo, FIFA 22, Minecraft. Minecraft is still on the list. Madden NFL 22. Triangle Strategy, which I think is really, really cool that that's in at least the top 20. I've heard really, really, really good things about that. Um, I played the demo. I liked the demo a lot. I have not picked up the game, but I did like the demo, and I'm 
thinking about picking that game up uh, maybe later this year. Hopefully it goes on sale. Um, Mario Party Superstars is on there. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Animal Crossing New Horizons. And the last game is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So that is your top 20 games of March for 2022. Let me know if you picked up any of these games. You could actually get a hold of me at MVGN. That's on Twitter. Or you could call into the show if you have Anchor FM as a uh, as an app. You could actually just call into the show. Let me know if you picked up any of these games. I picked up, like I said, um, I actually picked up Horizon Forbidden West. Didn't like it, and I sold it. I played about six or seven hours. Um, I did not like the game, and I sold it. Uh, I knew Tiny Tina's Wonderlands was coming out, and I knew I would love that game, uh, which is funny because it took it took a couple hours to really uh, for me for that game to really hit. If you listen to last podcast, you'll know that. Um, but now I'm like really, really loving some of the game. I think I might do a separate podcast or maybe like a review for Tiny Tina's Wonderland um, upcoming. So let me know if you guys would like that. If you guys would like me to review games on the podcast or just give you my impressions you guys could either do either or i want to fill this podcast with content that you guys want to hear so thank you as always for tuning in by the way so up next we're going to be talking about sonic 2 the movie so stay tuned sonic 2 now if you haven't seen sonic 2 in the movies first of all watch the first one The first one gets better as the movie goes along, and it gets really, really good at the end. Um, But recently, I took my kids to see Sonic 2 at the movie theater over Easter break, and I liked the movie. Um, I really enjoyed the movie, actually. I thought it was... I thought the whole movie was fun, and I loved the way each character was portrayed. Knuckles was sublimely done... Um, Sonic is just lo- more lovable than ever, um, and uh, Tails was was done very well. So I like where they're going with the series as a whole. I don't know if they're going to be coming out with a Sonic uh, 3, but we'll see if they are. Uh, but Sonic 2, the movie, has now made over 300 I want to say million dollars, $300 million in worldwide uh, sales. This, uh, this makes the movie a hit. (laughs) I don't, I don't know how else to say it. It makes the, the hit and, um, it, it, it's good. It's a good movie. Um, a lot of people are watching it. A lot of people, uh, are, are thrilled with it. Um, it's actually done particularly well in the United Kingdom. Um, which is pretty cool. I think that's a, that's a pretty interesting little tidbit. Um, but 300 million basically over, uh, over the, uh, over the whole global, um, UK did 26 million, Mexico did about 15 million, France, 14 million, Australia, 13 million, Brazil, 8.9 million. So basically 9 million, um, Japan is going to be getting the movie in August. Um, by the way, this actually comes... Where am I reading this from here? Hold on. Let me just see real quick. Deadline. 
And their their quote or their uh, their story is Fantastic Beasts three and Sonic two near three hundred million global. So I watched the movie. I don't know if you watched the movie. I've watched. I kind of watched the first one. Um, it was a little boring in the beginning, and then it really picked up at the end. And in contrast, I think Sonic two the movie really hit right out of the gate and I thought Jim Carrey did a absolutely ridiculous job being Dr. Eggman. So if you have yet to see the movie, it's definitely worth it to go check it out in the movie theater or just wait until it comes out on digital or, you know, pick it up on on high definition Blu-ray or whatever you're into. Check it out. If you're a video game fan, even if you're this this is one of the better uh, done video game movies, um, I would say, of all time. I'm trying to think of some some ones that would top it. Um, I'm very, very eager to see how Mario does when it comes out as an animated movie. Very excited about that. But um, if we go back and think what originally happened with Sonic. Now, I almost actually forgot um, that they redid Sonic. Like... They, they came out with Sonic. The Sonic the movie was coming out. Sega says, here it comes and all that stuff. Basically, they got a ton of backlash with the way Sonic looked. And they said, okay, well, well, well let's, let's redo Sonic. And they actually went back and redid the look of Sonic. And I think it was a very, very smart move um, in the long run. And uh, it's, 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 it's good to see. The movie was good. A, good, a solid B, an A. Solid 8.5, maybe 9 out of 10. No, I don't know. 9 out of 10 is pretty high. Probably about an 8. It was just a, it was an overall fun movie. Uh, and like I said, I actually took my sons. So maybe that that has a little bit uh, of, of, of why I'm rating the, the movie so high. Because we, we, we had a lot of fun. And the movie's a lot of fun. So let me know if you saw the movie. Um, you can get a hold of me however you'd want. So... Uh, Up next, we still have more podcasts, believe it or not, so stay tuned. All right, friends, we're going to talk about a controversial topic to end this podcast, because that's how we do. No, uh, recently, one of my favorite YouTubers slash people I follow on Twitter slash someone I'd love to have on the show, but I think he's too big for the show. And, uh, you know, I have a small amount of listeners as of right now. (laughs) Spawn Wave. Spawn Wave recently tweeted something out, and I really couldn't agree more. And I think it's funny, and by, by uh, by the looks of the tweet, uh, it got a ton of likes, so it looks like uh, he's he's not alone in his thinking, and I'm not alone in agreeing with him. Um, here, let, let me let me read the tweet real quick. The tweet is regarding Halo, Halo Infinite. He said Halo Infinite wasn't ready for the release, and 343 wasn't ready for it to be a live service game end tweet now if you want to see the tweet it's at spawn wave media um dude's legit like i love his content i love his videos 
Uh, like I said, I'd love to have him on the show. So if you're out there, Spawn Wave, and you're listening, uh, come on on, man. I'd love to have you on the show. But um, I couldn't agree more. I'm sorry. Uh, one of the one of the main reasons why I bought, I actually I picked up a, I was I was given an Xbox Series S. I'm sorry, Xbox One S, Xbox One S. And I was highly considering picking up a Series S just because of load times, and it's only 300 bucks. And I love Game Pass Ultimate, and it's uh, Game Pass Ultimate has been phenomenal. Uh, one of the first games that I downloaded was indeed Halo Infinite, and I played it for a couple of days, and I really, really wanted to get into Halo again. I like the franchise, uh, I like the series, I like uh, it, it, it. It it was one of those games that was more than a video game to me, if that makes sense, right? Like, there's always those video games that, you know, they're they're not just a video game. They're like a social experience, right? Back in the 360 days, I mean, we we actually hooked up our 360s. Uh, my brother and I, uh, he would I would be upstairs at my parents' house. That was where my room was. He would actually be downstairs, and on the original. Actually, actually, way back on the original Xbox, before, believe it or not, before Xbox Live, before all of that was a thing, we would land the systems together. And you know what? I'm going to keep continuing on the story. And you know what else we did? We would write down, we, my, we would physically write down on paper our kills, our assists, the games we won, and my buddy Dave would actually update a website. And we could go to the website. Now, this is, this is, this is, I'm talking, guys. I'm talking 20 years ago, okay? This was, you know, Xbox Live before Xbox Live was a thing. So, Halo has always been a series and a franchise that I just, it's always been more than a game to me. And I could not get into Infinite at all. Um, Infinite multiplayer. Now, Granted, I think I need to go back and really give it a good shot. But, guys, I played it for, you know, a, 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 a decent, a good week. I like watching people play it on Twitch. Um, and it seems like a lot of people, they share the same, the same thoughts of... it's The game wasn't ready, unfortunately. The game, it, it wasn't ready to be a live service. 343 Studios... I don't I don't know. They 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 dropped they dropped the ball. And I understand they needed to get the game out. I understand that they had uh they pushed it back a year uh, from its original release date. Can you imagine if it released on the original release date? Oh my gosh. That would have been that would have been a uh <laughs> oh my gosh. I couldn't I couldn't even think. I couldn't even think of what would happen. But so yeah, they pushed it back a year. They released it, and they're still updating it. They're still, obviously, it's a, it's a huge, huge game for Xbox and, and, and Halo. And, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's, come on, it's Halo, right? But it just, it's, it didn't seem like it was ready. So I personally would like to see 343 maybe work on something different. I know that they are the studio, or you know what? Instead of working on something different, because 343 is the Halo studio, right? Bring in some other talent 
at this point. Microsoft just bought or just purchased a million uh, studios, a million different studios. So I would say bring in different talent or bring in some new talent for 343 Studios and see what they could do, right? See what they could do with, with the series. See what they could, even if it's a, even if it's a spinoff or whatever. And I think actually someone made the same exact comment um, with, with this thread, uh, with, this, with this tweet that I'm talking about. But see what they could do. See what someone can do. And maybe bring in some new talent. So let me know what you guys think about this. Like I said, it's, it's a bit of a controversial topic. Just because Halo is such a beloved franchise. But we've seen other franchises and other series move forward and propel uh, uh, the, the whatever series they are to new heights. So I, I'd, I'd really like to see. And they spent billions of dollars on, on Halo and on Halo's development and all that stuff. So it's, it's, it's kind of sad to see Microsoft and 343 uh, really take this L. But we'll see. Hopefully, they'll grow from it. So let me know what you guys think. You guys can, um, like I've mentioned previously, call into the show and let me know what you think about about this topic. Let me know if we're on. Let me know if you think what Spawnwave said um, is indeed true. I I agree with him. That's all I could say. And I thought it was an interesting topic to talk about. So let me know. Let me know what you guys think. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Make sure you hit subscribe if you have a minute. It would mean the world to me if you uh leave a nice review on on the podcast it would help me out and uh if not well just enjoy the next one and enjoy the shows thanks guys talk to you later bye-bye